0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.
1: In the Mississippi Legislature, House Bill 728 funds health care for illegal immigrants. Call your legislator today at 601-359-3770. Ask them to stop House Bill 728. It's not too late. You can help stop this. Paid for by Building America's Future.
2: A Mississippi Minute. That's- so I'm Steve Azar. Welcome to Mississippi Minute. Go to visit mississippi.org. Check out all the awesome things you can do right here. Birthplace of American music, so much history and culture. Trust me, pretty dang cool. When today's guest would come to my home studio to write a song, I'd just turn the tape recorder on and let him go. He was like a walking song. So prophetic, so prolific, so dang good, and a fireball of energy to boot. He always made me feel really good. I've written with a lot of incredible writers in my time, but today's guest truly shines. And his mind and soul are truly remarkable. With songs recorded by me, of course. In addition, he's written singles on the radio you've heard from Mark Chestnut, James Wesley, Craig Morgan, Blake Shelton, so many more. Ashley McBride, you name it. My man's done it. As an artist, he is like dynamic and very unique, and I certainly miss seeing this man on a regular basis since moving back home. So I can't wait to get caught up. It's been a while. Please welcome my pal, the great Neil Cody. Hey, Neil.
3: Thank you, Steve. That was very nice of you to say all that. I do miss you living in Nashville. I want you to know that. Probably (laughs) more than anybody.
2: Oh, I love you. I love you. Well, uh, we'll I'm
3: like one of those dogs that have been away. You know, I drive by your house every now and then (laughs) and think, maybe they're back. Maybe they've come back. Hey, I have one question for you before we start. Uh-oh, yeah. Every day, I well, I, I, I'm not really on social media. I am, but I'm not. I've got a deactivated Facebook account. <laughs> uh, I get tired of seeing all my relatives' vacations and what they think is amusing. But... <laughs> When I see you on there, when I do go on there, you look fantastic. You still look like a Disney prince, and I look like the guy from up. And I wanna know, I wanna know the secret to that. You look amazing.
2: You crack me up. Well, probably, probably, uh, trick photography, photoshopping, uh, Dr. Joseph Teresina in Greenville, uh, let me think, my mom's jeans and olive oil. (sighs) (laughs)
3: Can I tell you something? I go to the YMCA here in Bellevue. I have to tell you this before we start. There's a couple there from Greenville, Carolyn and JW, and I love them. And I'll tell you, every time I see them, if I see you, they always ask if I've talked to you. You know, like you make me want to be a better person, they make me want to be a
2: better Uh, person. I love it. Well, we've gotten started already, so all this is is all go. Uh, Neil, so you grew up in Baltimore. You and I meet at Roger Murrow's. I was so uh, fascinated when I first heard you through the little cubicle doors that we had because they sure weren't – they definitely weren't – there wasn't enough insulation in there to keep things going. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) Can I tell you something?
3: I actually grew up in Thurmont, Maryland, which is western Maryland, which is pretty far from Baltimore. Uh, I moved to Baltimore to go to college. It was the only Ah, big town I could – go-to to to get out of the little town I was running (laughs) away from. But uh, I was fascinated with you, too. And And I think Roger thought that we wouldn't be friends. He thought that about me and Jimmy Melton, too. But the two greatest friends I made were you and Jimmy Melton.
2: I appreciate that, and I feel the same way. But Because I think we were put into this sort of bowl to compete, but I never felt that way about you. And I know I you didn't feel did that either. way Amid me. They were, I, I was I, pulling you know, for Steve, you, man.
3: I'm not competitive. Well, I was pulling for you, too. <laughs> and I, I'm not a competitor. You know, that's part of the problem with me. The <laughs> I think if I let a little more fire under myself, I'd probably do a little better. But I'm just not into I, you know, I'm not very athletic, number one. I can, you know, I can I, I can do little things, but, you know, the elliptical is hard for me, so I really don't have that competitive nature. And then, it, and also, my biggest thing in life is I really like people, and I want to get to know people, and I want to connect. You know, I'm adopted. Maybe it's the whole orphan gene. But mm-hmm. if I see someone I have anything remotely in common with, especially somebody like you, well, it's going to be all about being friends.
2: All right, so Neil, so <coughs> yes, take sir. me back to growing up as a kid because, I mean, I used to love it. You go, I'm white trash, Steve. I'm white trash. <laughs> <That's what laughs> yeah, I kind of yeah. used to. Crack well, my up. parents would hate me for saying that. They're not, but <laughs> yeah, the town were.
3: I grew up is definitely rural, sort of Appalachia. You know. In the mountains, and, uh, I you know, I look back on it now, and I realize it was probably one of the greatest places to grow up in the world to be a songwriter. Um, especially for me, I, I didn't have a lot of friends growing up, my refuge certainly was church. You know, a lot of people have church issues. I had an issue when I wasn't in church because the people who loved me the most were church, and I think I was definitely influenced by the music, especially gospel music. I wanted to do something with my life, and the only entertainment opportunity was to work on a radio station. And I hosted a gospel music show on a country radio station, and I sort of discovered all the music that I I wanted to to be a part of when i was working there i would see the little name at the bottom of a conway twitty record and i realized hey conway didn't write this roger <laughs> murrah did i need to be roger murrah <laughs>
2: that's right that's so right and we we still need to be roger murrah
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we do we do i saw him at thanksgiving by the way he's doing great
2: uh well we just got i had to call him because uh our song flatlands uh that uh is going to be in a uh, a guy's uh, movie uh, that he's made. The guys won a couple of Academy Awards and a couple Oscars. Wow. But anyway, he wants it for the intro. Of, is, is sort of revisiting. It's gonna be fantastic. What a
3: great song, by the way.
2: Oh well, it was a it was a work in progress, and uh, just threw the chorus out and threw it away and let it just become a jam, and then he really sort of held together by. Three verses in a great band. It was one of those deals. <laughs> it's a good you know, song. Well, I appreciate it. All right, so Neil, yep. you're you're growing up in the in in this area. We talk about you and I both know we have a lot of songwriter pals, and I, I talk about this a lot. That grow up in rural areas that have big ideas and have and have ways of connecting that are worldly, and that's the truth. So, uh, wh- what do you think it is about growing up in such a small place where you'd think that your mind would be limited? But it's the opposite.
3: Well, I think sometimes small confines, if you will, uh, force us to dream big. I know that sounds like a greeting card. I'll give you an example for me. My my grandfather had polio when he was 16. He was a huge inspiration for me. And, uh, you know, he wanted to be a farmer. I'm from a big dairy farm family. And, uh, you know, because he was handicapped, his family said, well, no, you need to go off to college. And, of course, he was born in 1910. So, you know, this is not a big thing. But he went off to college, and he came back. And, of course, his brothers got drafted in the war, and he said, how about let me try this farming thing? And he took a little dirt farm and turned it into a big dairy empire. Wow. And sometimes I think out of sort of adversity or confines or restrictions, I think it gives us an idea to sort of see the world in a dreamy way, which actually the world is pretty much a dream come true if you think about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I
2: love that. Well, okay, first of all, anybody that works with dirt – there's something and you're around it growing up there's something yeah. dang magical about it it's like you're talking yes. about jack and the beanstalk on steroids you know for a, for a, for a kid to see that uh and and the gamble but 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 how greatness can come from you know, it's from something, from nothing, exactly, and exactly. that's what it makes. Maybe that's what
3: songwriting is. Brightness comes from nothing. Yeah, well, A blank page.
2: I am a blank page, that's for sure.
3: Yeah, me okay. too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> me All right. too. All right. So you you grow up, and are anybody in your family above you, uh, uh, along with you, on the side of you, besides maybe church or somebody that mentored you, who was musical?
3: My grandmother. She's a church organist, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. And my parents were not musical, but they were really encouraging, especially my dad. My dad probably more so than my mom my dad grew up kind of poor and and you know worked his way up to accomplish things and i think he understood the power of a big dream
2: resilience right in our business yeah is is yeah. so so important i watch my parents work really hard like, like they yeah. they lo- but they didn't just do it because they had to i think they dug it and so there was it was inspiring to watch them work on something and achieve things, overcome a lot of odds and obstacles yeah. along the way. You know, five kids. We were one of five. You know, there was Notre Dame in their future and old Miss and, and another old Miss and a St. Mary's and a Delta State. And, I, of course, I always take credit for being the, the cheapest, but they said somehow I managed to spend more money than anybody.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's because they're in the music business.
2: <laughs> oh, God. I love it. But – (laughs) For you, okay, take me, you're you're a senior in high school. At this radio venture in your life, how old are you when you're doing radio?
3: Well, 16.
2: Okay, okay, that makes sense.
3: I remember cutting a clipping out of the newspaper because they said, you're going to have to read something. I remember practicing (laughs) reading so I could sound halfway educated (laughs) when I read it. And I'm sure I had a terrible accent. (laughs) But I don't think they could get anyone else to do the shift that was open, so I think they said go for
2: it. Oh, good. I've got to go speak. Uh, I'm the keynote speaker. Uh, This weekend at the Alabama Credit Union in Tuscaloosa. And, wow. And well, so, wrong so, cuz You know
3: I love Alabama I know you, football.
2: Uh, I know that. I, I know you do, but I, now I've got it, and I'm sitting here trying to figure out, am I going to read a certain amount? Well, I can't see really anymore. I need glasses. I need Gwen's glasses. <laughs> I, I
3: wear I'm, glasses I, I, all the time now, Steve. I've just conceded.
2: No, I haven't given in yet, so I just bar Gwen's.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've gone from conceded to concession. Blindest of that, period. <laughs> oh, I love
2: well, the point is I'm trying to make is, I'm trying to go, well, if I read that, that's not going to work out. You know both of us. No. There's no way we're going to actually read no. something and, and and it's it's a, a deal where songs are attached to the message. So there's right. you know eight, ten songs and their are messages and I'm just going like Steve, just go for it. <laughs> you know like Yeah, just go there. Wing it. <laughs> what I like to I'm say. gonna <laughs> wing it and we're gonna wing it into the next session. We're with my pal hit songwriter, Neil Cody. Visit Mississippi.org is right there. Check out all the great things you can do this weekend. Believe me, you won't forget it. The world can't wait to come back and visit. We'll be right back. You can now watch Super Talk
0: Mississippi on your YouTube, Roku, and on Amazon Fire devices. Plus, you can now watch Super Talk TV live on C Spire TV, Channel 70. Just go to supertalk.fm/slash connect to find out more.
1: At Green Home Solutions, we make air better.
0: Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns
1: and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841-957-3841 957-3841 now. You want it. You need it. Here's how you get it. Miss Kelly's three-day sale. Friday, Saturday, Monday, up to 15% off, plus 60 months financing. You want it, you need it, get it now for three days only. Big discounts, big financing with no down payment. Friday, Saturday, and Monday at all Miss Kelly's locations.
0: Since 1920, many great beginnings in Mississippi have begun with a diamond from Britain's jewelers. Since then, we've changed in many ways, except in our commitment to our customers. Hi, I'm John Allbriton. At All Britons, we realize how important a diamond is to you. That's why our trained gemologist inspects every stone we sell. Whether you're buying your first diamond or celebrating your 25th anniversary, you can be confident of our quality and value. Come see why, since 1920, the people of Mississippi have chosen Allbriton's as their diamond store. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: My man, Neil Cody, hit songwriter, artists like Blake Shelton, Ashley McBride, the list morning. goes on and on. i uh, spent so many glorious, glorious days and nights with this man, writing songs, recording. Go to visit Mississippi.org. All the great things are right here. Uh with streaming and everything uh have you you know how has it affected you neil personally
3: it's been an eye-opener and i think a few years ago that's kind of why for me i I started wondering how we were going to, you know, survive through, really, technology is a wonderful thing. Maybe not so wonderful for the creator. I do think creators are figuring it out, and I do think there's always a period where people will have to figure things out. But I started thinking about, well, what else could I do? And for a while, I was writing for a publishing company that I was uh, uh, also running, which was the biggest mistake I ever made because I'm just, not that I couldn't run it, but it's very hard to do both. It was hard to wear both hats. Right, And I think for a period of time, I felt a bit like a cannibal when you have to tell someone we're not going to pick up your option, yeah. that we're going to let you go. I felt like I was eating my own and that didn't go. Well, so I, I went back to school. I went back and got my degree in ministry, and I really thought that I was going to leave the music business and 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 work in the ministry full time. I really thought that's what God was leading me to. You know, we plan, God laughs, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and and, 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 <laughs> and that, that's not that there was anything wrong with the ministry. I think there was something wrong with me in the ministry, uh, and and so I I ended up coming back to writing songs full time. In fact, I I think I was I was delighted. And when I came back you asked the question, I said, I'm gonna figure this out if it whatever it takes because I'm I'm a creator and I'm going to trust my creator and I'm going to show up and I'm going to figure out a way to navigate this new business. And yeah. I'll tell you the way I've done it. I've, I've, I, you know, nowadays I go in a room, I'm probably the oldest person in the room by 30 years.
2: Which would be both <laughs> of us. <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: and when I get there, I'll tell you what I like. I like it. They're not bitter. They're not jaded. This is the only person in the business they've known. <laughs> and so I, 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 breathe in their positivity, I look at what they want to do, and I say, how can I best help them do what I wanted to do when I was there?
2: Right. And I
3: have found that I am more creative and more excited about writing songs and being a part of music and projects. I kind of love working with some of these young artists, so I'm probably all over the place. But that's the streaming. That's how I've, I've swum my way through the streaming and said whatever.
2: I mean, I even I even tried to farm to nurture it this summer so I could get my numbers up because I was bulking. You know, I was fighting the system and and I just. At some point, you know, was what it was. But now, what you are is, we know how it felt for Roger when we were in Roger Murrow's office, and he was at the, you know, he was, he was where you are and where I am. I right. love mentor. I love being in the in the room with the younger acts and stuff. And
3: You're really good at it too. You're really great with young artists. In fact, I remember working with you and some of the bands that we work with when you were here, and I've I borrowed some of your your. Uh, your technique because one of the things you really are that i'm not is you are very high energy but you're a patient high energy you're you're like a hunter who waits for the animal to come i'm I'm firing off like crazy what about this what about that what about that and you're patient you allow ideas to develop but you also allow relationships to develop and you allow co-writing situations to develop you're good at making people feel comfortable
2: well i appreciate you saying that but there's also it's it's relative now i i enjoy first of all by the way uh, I recently interviewed the vets, and so I got to say, and they, they wanted me to tell you hello because I told them we were going to I love
3: be, them, by the way. I great. miss them.
2: Yeah, well, they're uh, cra- crazy talented. And a perfect example of how the world doesn't know them, really know them yet, and and, and to see her live, to see Rachel, it's crazy. Oh. It's just insane. She's an
3: incredible performer.
2: Yeah, yeah. incredible performer. <clears throat> but with all that said, uh, I just think that I figured out, I think coming back home and writing alone because of choice, I I didn't have a choice. I think it really, really, really made me realize there was a pivotal point in my life where one song made set the rules and the mark for me. Okay, so for you, for that, for that, that was waiting on Joe. No doubt in my mind, I said, holy Moses, I didn't even know it was a song. And it, it really made things come to perspective. So I remember you you and Randy Van Warmer. I really want to talk about y'all's relationship as well. Okay. But, but I remember hearing Through the Wall one of the greatest songs i ever heard in my life and being from the Delta and spending a lot of time in New Orleans. Uh, my mom went to uh To Loyola there, or went to right. St. Mary's, and she wanted to be a nun, but she wanted to have kids, which was obviously right. a little bit of a you know, like you wanted to be in ministry, but you want to write you want to write songs. I think that you had a better shot than <laughs> she did at fulfilling both goals. <laughs> but but re- with writing, when I see Jesus walk on Lake Pontchartrain, just take me back. And and folks, you gotta go, you gotta go check this out. It, the song is, it's just. It's mind blowing, but and and you you hear your passion and your singing and it's just something else. It's special. But with that said, I got to experience it through the wall. You and Randy, where does it? Where do you come up with it? And and ha- when you still play that song, do you to this day? Do you think about it, your buddy Randy?
3: Oh yeah, I think We've about Randy it. every day almost. Um, that that song, you know, I I had the verse, the first verse for that song, I had. Uh, messed around with for a while i didn't really know what to do with it um i i, I spent a lot of time in new orleans so i was obsessed with new orleans and i was obsessed with dr john It was one of the first opportunities i got as an artist was to open shows for him and um one of the things that i was really contemplating at that time in my life if i'm being completely transparent was this idea of how this space fit into my life and does it Mm -hmm. because so many people around me were having the same question. And one of the things that most of them, you know, they would sort of put off face. And and Randy and I began to talk about that one day. I, I said, you know, this idea of, you know, how do we write a song about these people who desperately, more than anything, want to have a relationship with something bigger than them, but they're really in a city, in an area where they're really confined to this, lifestyle. Right. And and let's face it, you know, New Orleans has a lifestyle, and especially for a musician. And so we just started messing around and we really didn't have a course. We had two verses and a bridge. And and, and Randy kind of came to me with his idea for the, for the course. And he actually called me up and sang me the first couple lines. And and then I said, and when I see Jesus walk across Lake Ponce Train, and he said, that's what we'll call it. I said, well, that's a catchy title, but you know, we'll just put that on there. It takes up the whole CD cover. But, but, but Randy was so special to me because I didn't, I, I, I can't tell you how much friendship means to me. And I don't know if it's because I grew up and I was kind of a, a loner. You know, I was playing guitar with somebody the other day and I was playing this part and the guy said, You spent a tremendous amount of time alone, didn't you? And I said, Tremendous amount I <laughs> mean <you're> <laughs> <laughs> and, and he said, he said, Me too <laughs> And Randy I think was like that too. But when I met him it was like a kindred spirit. It was the brother that I never had. It was the best friend that I always dreamed of and it was just an instant chemistry with somebody that really is very was very different than me. And I will say this: his death for me, um, it, it it really was like losing a spouse. It was deep. I told my wife the other day. I said it it, it, it was it was a loss that took me probably ten years just to be able to confront. Right. To and with, uh, yeah. creatively, it really it really it really put a period at the end of a chapter for me. Right. And it was really hard for me to to kind of get myself back in that headspace where I was then because I I missed it so much the relationship that was around all those songs. Right. And um You said something earlier that I want to just touch on quickly is the idea of writing by yourself. You know, being in Nashville and then sort of being an artist and then being a staff writer and all the co-writing and a different blind date every day with a different artist or a different (laughs) writer, I kind of got away from writing by myself. In the last couple years, like you, I've gotten back to writing with me. And I don't always like me, but I think it's important for me to spend time with me. And I think you would agree with that. And I will say that relationship with Randy really helped me understand that each of us bring to the table something that is unique and that is who we are as a voice in the
1: song well let's
2: talk about just the spirit of randy versus well i want to go into a break first because i want to talk about randy and our boy aj both flying with the angels in a second but now listen neil i know you grew up in in church and and learned to hone your craft there and and but but mississippi's birthplace of american music so you get to play DJ again. You're 16 again. Would you like to hear Bobby Gentry or Howlin' Wolf into the break?
3: i got to go with Bobby Gentry. That's what I'm talking Love about. Bobby Gentry.
2: You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Go to visit Mississippi.org. Don't forget, this weekend could be a lot you can do uh, right here, man, in this glorious, historical, culturally rock star state that I call home.
0: Brother Mary Becky Thompson, they bought a store in Tupelo. There was a virus going round. Papa caught it and he died last spring. And now mama doesn't seem to want to do much of anything. And me, I spend a lot of time picking flowers up on
2: Choctaw Ridge. online.com guarantee bank member fdic
4: from the seabrookpaint.com weather center i'm bob sullender for all your paint and coating needs go to seabrookpaint.com today for your black friday shopping sunny skies high near 54 tonight mostly clear low around 32 your saturday mostly sunny conditions high near 62 saturday evening mostly cloudy low around 42 and for your sunday partly sunny conditions high near 62 Two Mississippi Museums, the Museum of Mississippi History
0: and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum invites you to our Holiday Open House, Saturday, November 20th, and our Christmas by the Candlelight Tour on December 3rd. These events are open to the public and holiday trains begin running on December 1st. Bring the whole family and enjoy these events. While visiting, take a tour of Mississippi history through our two museums located on North Street with free covered parking on North Jefferson Street. Come enjoy the holiday fun at two Mississippi museums.
1: Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There
0: is Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just open right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass. Wine lights and the food is terrific.
1: Yes, get your purse, sweetie. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from ten till noon.
0: I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Police are looking for a Meridian murder suspect that escaped from Singing River Hospital in Pascagoula early this morning. Acyon Hopkins was in the hospital after being shot a couple of weeks ago in Moss Point. He's wanted in connection with two murders in Meridian where there are 13 warrants against him for various charges. There will be an internal investigation into how Hopkins escaped. If you're one of the brave ones to hit the stores for Black Friday sales, here's what some of your fellow shoppers are looking for.
3: I think it's always electronics. I, mean, I think that's always at the top of every list of things.
0: A camera,
2: Bye. Bye. Take me there. what? bear, a dinosaur. You
0: know, try to find what I can. Uh,
4: things like experiences, for example, maybe purchasing a getaway on Airbnb for a family member.
0: There's a few little outfits I've bought myself. There's a lot of options for toys. My clothes. For Super Talk Mississippi News. I'm Kelly Bennett.
2: Power outages causing you to act like the Grinch this holiday season? Taylor Power Systems has the perfect gift to make your days merry and bright. Taylor Power is an authorized dealer for Briggs & Stratton residential generators. We offer numerous sizes to meet the power needs of any home. Financing is now available. Call us today at 601-922-4444 to discuss a Briggs & Stratton standby generator for your home.
4: I'm Michael Watson, Mississippi's 36th Secretary of State. Mississippians are known for our generosity, especially during the Christmas season. Just last year, Mississippi Charities bought in roughly $1.7 billion. Before you make a donation, be sure to check the validity of the charity or organization on our website, sos.ms.gov. Taking this extra step will not only protect you, but will also ensure your donation goes to those who need it most. From the Secretary of State family to yours, have a safe and Merry Christmas.
0: In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: This is a song about best Friends. Visit Mississippi.org
2: is the place for all of your glorious destinations, especially in these trying times. You don't have to go that far to get a whole lot of fun and history and culture all wrapped up in one and uh, soothe your soul through these times. I'm with my man Neil Cody, fabulous, fabulous writer, uh, what a voice. He just got through working out. He worked out early so he could be uh on my show taping this puppy. I'd already worked out before you worked out. Neil, I can't have coffee in the morning bef- unless I've worked out. I got to do it and get it over with because I don't like it. I- I don't like.
3: It's working out a lot better for you than it is me. It's not. I'm I'm kind of a skinny fat. Is what I am. You're not. You're I go. I know I am. What I do is I go and I race mortality. But <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'm not. I'm not lifting weights as much as I used to. I'm. I'm really about getting in there and getting a good 45 minutes of hard cardio and keeping my arteries open so my brain works so I can find another word that rhymes with love.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Well, let me tell you what. I don't like to work out, and I learned a long time ago how can I cheat working out, right? And so I like to have a Diet Coke, something cold, a fan blowing, and I even created my own version of working out called Shower and Power so I won't sweat at all. So how bad is that? (laughs) How do you do that shower, uh, it's, it's not pretty, but it it's it can be effective. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so. I'm with
3: you on that. <laughs> All right, so. well, I'm just at the YMCA. I'm just I'm keeping it basic. <laughs>
2: okay, so we're going to back up and talk about, you know, you lost Randy, but then you were close, uh, very close to our boy, A.J. Masters. He was my first too. co-write. got to realize.
3: Very similar spirits, too. Oh, very my. unique, sweet spirits. There's it, no other way to say it.
2: Life without knowing those two guys would not be life at all and i'm telling you uh aj it's funny we're i'm I'm working on an ep and i wanted to pull up an old song that aj and i had something to do with together we wrote so many songs that a lot of them aren't recorded Uh, or well they're recorded but they're just not released but anyway i the first thing i heard was there was his voice talking before he was playing the bass a bass part and i said i just broke my heart and then i said I got to keep that on the record. I'm gonna have his voice first thing you may hear on the whole freaking dang project is AJ. You know, I mean, for for us getting to know a guy like AJ Masters and Randy Van Warmer, the spirit that they, it just they spread it like wildfire, man. You know,
3: they they have something that um, I'm I'm getting a little emotional just thinking uh, about them. Say they have something that makes the world a better place, right? And it's hard to put your finger on that. It really is a spirit it is a it is a uh, it's a gift to even be in the same room or the same city as people like that yeah, yeah. they do make the world a better place and it's more than music it, it goes far beyond I mean a lot of people leave their mark with their music AJ and Randy left their mark with their music and who they were exactly and who they were was part of their music there was no there was no mask with either of them who you saw. Was who you
2: got? Well, and they are in a, they are in a better place. So they got they're in the they're, they are they're in, in the right place. they're in the right place for them. And it's just,
3: absolutely
2: all right. Absolutely. So let's get to your first, very first cut. Uh, where were you? Who was it? Uh, Sawyer Brown wrote it with Mark
3: Mark Allen Springer, another friend of ours. Sawyer yeah. Brown. I can I think this song was called "Between You and Paradise." It was never a single. But that was my first cut, and then I got a Ronda Reeves cut. Who, by the way, later in life I ended up working. She is my song plugger, and she was fantastic. And I said, boy, I had two cuts on you. And she said, we're just going to be quiet about that, Neil. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, wait, 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 wait. Collect from Wichita, right?
3: Uh, Collect from Wichita was her. Thank and you. And then another song I wrote with Pat Terry called My Heart Wasn't In It. Those are my first three cuts. Now, I'd had other little cuts on rock bands that never did anything, but cuts that were on, like, major releases. That was right.
2: Them. That's so good. You know, I remember hearing Collect from Wichita, and I said, come on you know I'm telling you I was in a really funky place there. I mean I think the most inspiration I got was the Captain Crunch in the morning. I mean I, I mean you know this, the sound of the crunch was more melodic than anything that was coming out of my out of my mouth and you, you know what I, thought, I think
3: we all would say that if we were being honest because there's something really not creative about working at a creative job. Would right. you agree? And here you and I are, you know, we wait our whole lives to have an opportunity. <laughs> then we get in this place, and suddenly it's like, okay, right. And we're like, well, like, okay. And it's the songs that brought you there that they came from a very, you know, uh, well, I guess you would call, I can't even think of the word, they come from an organic place. right? And then here we were suddenly supposed to write on command. And 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 I just don't think that's uh, I don't think that's a natural thing for people.
2: As life happens, Neil, and as life has happened for you, you sort of have well, you've experienced so much more. And if if you just sort of take a step back, and reflect for a second, I think the floodgates open up.
3: I think you're right. It's hard sometimes because life moves so fast, and with life comes responsibility, and with responsibility comes the pressure of being a dad, yes. being a husband. Yes. And it's sort of hard to take that breath that you need, that creative breath, that time to sit back and go, okay, I can still do this. I still feel the same when I hear certain chords and certain songs. For me, I've got this list of songs on a playlist I put together, you know, and it's good songs that matter. And it might be a song by Rodney Crow, or it might be a song by Charlie Rich, or it might be a song by Coldplay, but songs that evoke that uh willingness to step back and take that breath
2: right right the merchandise store Mark Allen Springer. The first time you wrote with Mark Allen, it's where he took me. Did he take you there?
3: No, no. The first time I wrote with Mark <laughs> Allen Springer, he said, "Slick, I'm kind of hungry. Why don't we ride back all the way to Franklin and go to Herbert's barbecue?" So we got in the car and drove 35 minutes yeah. to some barbecue place, which was delicious. It's a McDonald's now, but uh, and then we came back and didn't write anything. We wrote now, like two lines.
2: His brilliance. His like brilliance a, had like a stall button. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. His, he was a hillbilly geez, no question.
2: Oh, there's no. But but
3: no question one of the, one of the smartest guys you will ever meet but he definitely I learned something from him he didn't care if the sun didn't shine. He was walking to his own drum in his own time in his own way. And he was going to do it his way no matter what.
2: We're working together now with with uh, you are? with an artist. Yeah, our comp- we've teamed up and we're managing uh, a kid that he brought to town named Jay Burgess, who actually played quarterback at Delta State, where I went. So You know, I, I, I heard a there.
3: song about you guys, did. I really liked it. I really,
2: really liked it. He's working creatively with him, and then my son just shot his new music video. Strack did, and came down at Christmas. I said, Strack, you know, he lives in Hollywood now, and he's, he's working on feature films now, and he's doing his thing. And I go, Hey, I need you to. He goes, yeah. He just did it. I mean, he bless his heart. I can't, I can't, I can't even get him a give him Christmas off. You know, <laughs> I, I made Jabe drive to to Cleveland, and I, we used the big Studio A. And hey, speaking of Studio A, Neil, you ought to think about coming down. To Delta State to the Delta Music Institute, the studio is off the hook. Norbert Putnam helped design and build it, uh, and it's just insane. And the room, the room's special. And it was, it used to be a basketball court, you know. Wow. And uh, but anyway, you could we could stay to get you could stay with me, and and uh, and we go. I can go watch you make hits, you know.
3: Well, no, we could write some. I could come down there. We could write some. Then we could go in there and demo. You know, we could go in there and create something awesome.
2: I like it. Let's just not demo. You'll never know how much
3: I miss our days, by the way. Oh,
2: okay. And people are probably going, what's wrong with you guys? Get over it.
3: That's okay. <laughs> people need to know that there are real friendships. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: good.
2: Oh, my gosh. I used to get up for it. and I remember the times that you would eat chocolate-covered coffee beans, and I'd go, no, no, no. Neil, no, 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 I, no, I need no, no. the chocolate-covered coffee beans.
3: <laughs> yeah, I really, you you know, I, I, I think I've mellowed a lot with age. <laughs> Um, I kind of have to pretend that I'm calm, cool, and collected because I got two kids in college, you know. And I don't know how I'm going to pay for it, but uh, good Lord willing and uh, the creek don't rise, I'm going to eat some coffee beans this morning and write the song that's going to do that.
2: <laughs> hey, you know, my mom and dad used to say they would put on paper a budget when all of us were sort of in college, and they said that it never, it never added up it didn't even come close so all my dad would go we're going to trust in god and she, she my mom would agree and they and they did and dad goes he got through it and looked back and he said well there's no way those numbers ever made any sense it's not possible that's
3: true. but i get that so, that's a good story thank you for sharing that cuz i needed that inspiration this morning <laughs>
2: <laughs> when you when you go check your bank account today, it's going to have like, like a lot more money than it had.
3: Yeah, it? no, when I check my bank account today, it's going to be because I need to put some money in there. So it looks like it has at least some in it. That's
2: what uh, all right, tell me about your kids. Where are they in school?
3: My son is at the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville. Wait, right there, wait, and, wait, wait.
2: My daughter's yeah. our daughter, Cecilia, is there.
3: Oh, we we gotta introduce him. He's a small business entrepreneurship, uh, his wow. major at the at the Walton School of Business. Um, yeah. he uh you know, he's uh he loves music, you know. His his mom remarried and, and they have uh you know, they're in the Texas music scene, big into that. So right, he's big right. into that. But he's into it from the from the monetary side of it. The the business side of the music business.
2: We like that. He loves
3: it. And my daughter's at the University of Tennessee Chattanooga. She's uh, majoring in uh, public law and uh, wants to be a lawyer or an FBI agent. I'm fine with either. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: a girl I grew up with, and she's she's still a buddy, uh, was tough as nails. She became a cop, and, and uh, when I moved back, she was already retired. And I said, what's this retiring thing? I should have became a cop. <laughs> <laughs> How are you retired already? <laughs>
3: I'll be getting up eating eat chocolate covered coffee <laughs> if I live as long as 78 going into right. Oh, gosh.
2: We're in a Mississippi Minute. I'm with Neil Cody. Please don't go anywhere. We're going to wind it down. There's only so much time left in a Mississippi Minute, and he's got to go write a hit. Yeah. Got a
1: pocketbook. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever
4: Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. I'm Lauren McGraw with gotta Go. I'm here to help you with your construction site. We have many different options such as portable toilets, handicap units, hand washers, eye washers, and also roll-off dumpsters. When you got to go, please call got go, 601-879-3969.
1: This is Jake Mangum. Not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favorites.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Join Grammy Museum Mississippi as we celebrate Have Yourself a Delta Little Christmas. Enjoy festive holiday music by Chris Dixon and Joyful Noise, Trisha Walker and the Buford Sisters, along with the brother-sister duo Variety. Have Yourself a Delta Little Christmas will be held at the Grammy Museum Mississippi on December 6th at 7 p.m. and tickets are $50. To purchase tickets or learn more about the Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org.
0: In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: With my pal hit songwriter, Neil Cody, visit Mississippi.org is right there. Check out all the great things you can do this weekend. Believe me, you won't forget it. The world can't wait to come back and visit. Uh, Neil, I can't tell you how much. It was amazing always to be in the room with you. And we're going to do it again because I I need another dose. We'll do it soon in this. This interview and, and us reconnecting will make that happen. Um, take me through your day now. So you you go through, uh, you're working with, like I was talking, we had Anthony Smith on and Wynn Varble, a lot of our old Kerry Kurt Phillips, a yeah. lot of our pals. Yeah. Take me through your day now when you're working with these young artists. Are there 11 people in the room when there's a band? No.
3: Well, no, sometimes there are. I wrote, I've written with some bands and there's like two of them in there, three, um, I tried to ever to have more than three in the room um, you know the the margins are small Steve I got to keep yeah. a little bit um, but I you know it's funny when we used to start you know the doors would open at nine everybody start writing now it goes an hour later every year it seems so people don't start right until 11 now <laughs> it's like I'll see you tomorrow in the morning I'm like okay what's time? 11 okay see you 11 um, I don't take lunch anymore we just sort of plow through Um I'm working with some artists that i really love i love this girl that's out of louisiana kylie fry she has a single out now uh called uh, one night in tulsa and uh if she's fantastic paul Worley produced it. she's fantastic uh,
2: and what's her name again
3: kylie fry
2: kylie Fry okay kylie fry you
3: i got, got to be friends with ashley mcbride who i love and you're yeah. probably familiar with her and i wrote some stuff with her and had a song on her project called the jacket and i I just love that I'll tell you right now the women are carrying the torch they're the creative geniuses right now Well, they're they tougher. really are they're, they're the t- artists and they're tougher Well, they are. I mean, you tell me one artist that's better than Brandi Carlisle right now.
2: Yeah, she's so good. Maren Morris.
3: I mean, Maren Morris, you you talk about someone who took a a genre, you know, which is popular country music and made songs that really matter in a world of Yetis and jacked up trucks. That girl did it. She's carrying a torch.
2: Hey, real quick. So, Ashley's, were you on Ashley McBride's first record that won Yeah, the on the first record, yeah. You know, yeah. we had her in the Delta at my, our music festival the year before we had Marion Morris, the year before we had Chris Stapleton. Were we guessing pretty oh, good? Oh, boy, that's a good bunch of people. <laughs> we're guessing pretty good, weren't we? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, absolutely. two weeks later, they'd blow up. I mean, we were, all three of them, we were their last cheap gig they ever had. <laughs> Cheap, uh, low, low-paying gig, and uh, so I, you know, I take pride in that.
3: <laughs> you need to get Kylie to come down there. She's fantastic. I'm telling you. Oh, that absolutely. girl's got it. All
2: right. Speaking of coming down, you know, we do this songwriter music series called the Mockingbird Music Series, and your your time's coming soon. So, we are you. Will you are let you me g- know, you I'll be down there with bells on. Okay, good.
3: I'll, good, I'll, good. I'll be there with bells on. I'll do any chance to come down, hang out with you, hang out in Mississippi, eat good food. My wife's from Alabama. She'll be sure to come. Too. She'll
2: love it. Well, you know my uh, my pond right now. Well, I would love to have you here and to help me go find my boat. My boat's it, it, somehow it, it's tied to the dock, right? And and we've had so much rain that it's. That it's not on the dock. I don't understand. I tie that sucker as tight. I mean, a knot, <laughs> and then somehow the power of water <laughs> pushes un- it. Un- it undoes the knot. I mean, I don't understand it. And then the boat's waiting. now. I can sort of see it from the studio. I see it. It's like about fifty yards out. <laughs> so I- that's what well, I got we'll to
3: do. Wait out there and get it. You know, I'm all about adventure, so I'll help you
2: do that. Hey, the days of Mark Allen. We built gymnasiums. Dug, oh, dug yeah. out ponds, built houses.
3: Bought I mean, a bulldozer, opened up a sawmill, all kinds of stuff.
2: We're throwing him under the bus today, aren't we? I like it.
3: It's no, nice. we're not at all. We're giving him all the glory. <laughs> he made our job when it wasn't fun, fun.
2: Oh, wow. I love it. All right, so what's the plan as far as do you ever set goals? Like, okay, uh, you know, your kids are in college now. Um, could you ever see yourself? Not doing this, Neil. Like really no, retired. I,
3: I, I thought that I could. No, and you know the funny thing is, I don't know that anybody wants to listen to a fifty-year-old guy sing. But <laughs> I'm back to writing songs that mean something to me, and I, I want to put together a project. And even if I'm the only one that listens to it, I'm I'm, I'm working on that right now. And and uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm more energized about creating music than I've been in a long time. Wow. And so goals for me is I want to I want to be a part of a lot of these other people's careers as they as they go on to do whatever they want to do I want to I want to make them laugh like people like Mark Allen Springer made me laugh and I want to make music that matters and uh, and I don't know I don't know exactly what that means but that's the subject of my life and every great book has got to have a subject not to say that my life's a great book but uh, it's a funny one I'll give you that
2: (laughs) it's so good it's not just funny it puts your life to me evokes every stinking emotion there. Every emotion you can possibly have is you can, in one sitting with you, I go through them all. And, and it's, it's, it's it's like being, it's like going, being in a movie and a great movie. I'm going to say this too
3: before we go, because if I don't, I'll feel bad. You know, of true friends in the music business, you don't get a lot of true friends in a business as competitive and crazy as that. Uh, You probably count them on one hand. And uh, you'd be in the top 3
2: for me. Oh my brother, you are the best. That's unbelievable. I mean that. Well, now I'm really feeling bad that I moved back. But <laughs> but I'm, but <laughs> no, I'm not it's a good because thing I'm in peace. Move back.
3: Listen, I I listen, I wish I'd like to move down there with you. I keep telling my wife I'm moving to Fairhope, Alabama. <laughs> I've had enough of this rat race. Nashville's too big.
2: Wow, I love. It. We got to connect our kids at Arkansas. So let's do I'll that. Let's do that. We'll get, we'll get off the phone that. and get them, trade numbers, and we won't let everybody hear that. But uh, I appreciate you spending a Mississippi Minute with me. I appreciate me. you so buddy.
3: much. I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you for making my day.
2: My man, Neil Cody. you got to check him out. Go do it. Please. Woo. We'll see you later. Blessings, all. I'm Steve Azar in a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time.